What is going on in the world of golf? Now, I am not going to try and pretend to you that I am some golf aficionado. I'm the, you know, I'm a, I'm a master's golf guy. You know, I, maybe you're like me. You, you definitely, you watch the masters. Maybe, you know, maybe one or the other two of the majors, if it, you know, if it happens to be on. But the rest of it, you know, and the Canadian Open, of course, because it's right here. And of course, the Canadian Open is now underway. But here's the thing. As it's underway at the uh, St. George's Golf and Country Club in Etobicoke, here's the thing. Nobody's actually talking about the birdies of the bogeys at this point. It's all about this breakaway uh, event, league, super league, in the world of golf. And to try and get a better understanding of the drama that is underway, this thing is a huge deal, a huge soap opera. Uh, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Jason Logan, who is editor of Score Golf Magazine and is covering the Canadian Open for the Toronto Star. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This is quite the soap opera. Can you just kind of lay it out for me? What's at stake here for professional golf? Well, um, I think in terms of the PGA Tour, which is obviously the tour that most golf fans are most familiar with, uh, there's a lot of sta- at stake. Um, there is, I guess, what you would call a breakaway golf series um, being funded by the Saudi Investment fund that um, is being fronted by Greg Norman. Um, the PJ Tour not releases to those members to go over and play that event. Um, the Tour in the past has made a habit of doing so for some select events around the world, but the Tour really dug in its heels. It sees this Live Golf Series as a threat. Um, there's also a very contentious relationship between Greg Norman and the PJ Tour that dates back a number of years. And, of course, the PJ Tour does not like where the money comes from that is funding this event. So they did not deny those players' releases. A number of prominent names, including Dustin Johnson, who was the face of Team RBC, and this week is the RBC Canadian Open, he decided to go anyways. Uh, Phil Mickelson obviously decided to go anyways. And this morning, those players were officially suspended from the PJ Tour. Uh, The Tour did not say how long those suspensions will be, um, we don't know that. I'm assuming they will last for however long those players continue to play that series. So um, the bottom line is this is going to be a long legal fight. Those suspensions have officially been levied. It's time for both uh, both sides to lawyer up, and then we see where this goes. Can you give me a sense of the kind of money that we're talking about here? Well, it has been reported that Phil Mickelson received $200 million as an appearance fee to go over and play these eight events. The prize money at stake this week at the Live Golf event outside London, England, is $25 million with $4 million going to the winner. It is a no-cut event uh, with only 48 players. It's only three rounds of golf. So being a no-cut event, that means every guy over there is guaranteed some money. At a normal PGA Tour event, that's four rounds. There's a cut after two rounds. And those who don't make the cut go home empty-handed. Um, whereas this, all these guys are receiving not only a lack of appearance fee money to be there, but then guaranteed prize money at the event itself. So it's obviously much, much higher than what is offered on the PGA Tour or any other tour around the world. And obviously the primary reason why those players decided to go over and play. Obviously there's going to be broadcast interest for this. Is this going to be shown all around the world, this okay. new league? Well, it started on uh, YouTube only, 
that uh, it's um, a no-sponsor uh, broadcast on YouTube this morning, although yesterday it was announced that CHCH and Hamilton is picking up final round coverage. That's the first television station I've seen that has to deal with Live Golf anywhere around the world, um, which is unfortunate given, again, uh, this is the week of the RBC Canadian Open, a PJ Tour event, the biggest championship in Canada, and one that hasn't been played for two years because of the pandemic. So, I mean, this is a celebration of this event's return, and obviously a lot of attention is being taken away from it by this Live Golf Series. So, I mean, next is legal battles uh, that will be lengthy. Next is seeing what other players decide to jump ship and take the money. Um, a number of the game's big stars that are here this week, including Rory McIlroy, um, George, uh, Justin Thomas, in the past, Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, they've all stated their loyalty to the PJ Tour. They've all stated they're not interested in the money. They're more interested in legacy. Um, and now I think the big question for me is, what does Augusta National, which runs the Masters, do? Um, the United States Golf Association, which is hosting its U.S. Open next week, has already said that those players who were eligible for its Open Championship, who are in London playing the Live Golf event, they will not be denied a spot at the U.S. Open. Um, so that was uh, that was big, I guess, for the Live Golf players. But if Augusta National decides to not invite those who played in the Live Golf Series, I think that. I think that will be the biggest punch that the PJ Tour has to throw, even though it's not the PJ Tour throwing it. It would be the Augusta National Golf Club itself, which runs the Masters. But I think that's the one thing that could scare more players from, from jumping ship and joining this new startup. Uh, in terms of questions about where the money comes from, what have players been saying to that when answering questions from media? They're, they're treading a careful line, I think. Um, I think the prevailing sentiment um, is that they, they're not going to judge the players who left to take the money. They're not going to let it ruin relationships, but they do not agree with it. Um, it's funny, even, I shouldn't use that word funny, but even the players who are over there, such as uh, Phil Mickelson and Graham McDowell, they have talked about human rights violations that Saudi Arabia regularly does. And they have said, you know, we don't agree with it. We don't agree with human rights violations. I think Phil Mickelson or Graham McDowell's exact quote was the assassination of Khashoggi, the Washington Post journalist who lives in the United States or who lived in the United States is reprehensible. They've all said that. And yet there they are. Um, I guess justifying it to themselves that you know this is growing the game and this is uh, this is introducing more people to golf and golf can do a lot of good and the players here have said they're entitled to that opinion. It's not the opinion that they share. Um, they don't like where the money comes from. They don't like doing things just for money. They would rather play these events and try to chase legacy and chase history and all of that. So. The players are definitely divided on this too, and um, as I said, they're they're not going to let it ruin personal relationships. But players here have put their stake in the ground and said they do not agree with the choices that those who broke away have made. Jason, can you talk to me about um, what kind of position this puts sponsors in? You know, for example, RBC. Well, 
RBC just received a massive smack in the face um, for this week. As I said, here we are trying to celebrate the return of this tournament, you know, canceled for two years because of the pandemic, and much of the attention has been taken away from um, RBC and turn officials were here taking down big giant banners with Dustin Johnson's face on it, um, you know, just last week. Um, you know, he, as I said, he was the face of Team RBC, is a past champion of the events. They paid him a, a ton of money to have the RBC shield on his sleeve and on his golf bag. And he decided to throw that away and, and go and take the money from Live Golf. So um, RBC was blindsided. And it's uh, it put them in a tough position because they certainly don't want to see this golf tournament weekend in the future um, by all of these players jumping ship. So I'm sure RBC is looking to the PJ Tour for some assurances that the field at the Canadian Open in ensuing years are going to continue to be strong. So definitely put some sponsors in an awkward position. And, and obviously there's lots going on behind the scenes to figure out how this is going to look next year and, and years in the future. Jason, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You got it. No problem. It's Jason Logan, editor of Score Golf Magazine, who is covering the Canadian Open for the Toronto Star. What a fascinating story. It's unfolding right in our backyard here in Etobicoke.